This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. The sun is shining and it may be almost 90 degrees here on Long Island and wherever Dave is, but it doesn't really matter. Anyway, you are probably not listening to this in hot weather. You may be. You may be listening to it on a boat. You may be listening to it with uh, a goat face. You may be listening to it here or there, but regardless, that's one you're listening to marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes. At MarkingOut.com, Stitcher Radio, and on iTunes. Make sure you rate and subscribe on whatever format that you're listening on. Uh, I will definitely, later in the show, if anybody commented on the website, I will read it on the air. Regardless, that that's two, but it's not in the context that we use it. Um, if it was good or bad, uh, you can tweet at us at MarkingOut on Twitter, where we live tweet predominantly during Raw. And then, you know, just random times, promote some stuff, you know. We're all about helping out. Uh, we also, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out, where we post uh, videos, discussions, um, all that good stuff. If you want to email us, you can email us at out one at gmail.com. Got to give a big shout out to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music. You may or may not hear a song later in the show because we may or may not have a musical interlude this week. Yes. Anyway, um, also got a shout out to Nick Matocho for making our logo. Thank you both for being awesome and helping us out. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. I am also sitting here with Brandon, who you can follow on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how is everything down by the beach? Uh, it's, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm doing awesome as always. It's, uh, nice to know that we could do a two man show without Dave and people will still listen. Yeah. However, this week, uh, Dave has a return to us, ladies and gentlemen, fresh off anatomy class. You can't follow on Twitter, but use the hashtag no Twitter Dave and get that trending. We're sitting here with Dave. Dave, how you doing this morning? Bob Backlund. Yes, I, thought, I I really wanted uh, the soundboard, quote unquote, to say it's all that because you said fresh out the box. It sounded like almost. Well, That's right. I'm back, Dave the Reeve, that all the ladies crave, and I am back on marking out. Go check me out. Hashtag no Twitter, Dave. Okay. What up, motherfuckers? He goes to college and he gets this whole sense. Yes, of- I I go to college and. You know, that fun stuff. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> Whoa, hey now. Oh, hey now. All right, well, let's get into the sports entertainment talk for this week. Um, yeah, we'll start off with SmackDown. We have no bads, which is a good sign. Uh, we mostly have middles and goods. Uh, we'll start off with the middles first. You have um, Ms. TV, which is the special guests of Fandango and Wade Barrett, the Intercontinental Champion, which gets really out of whack, gets a little crazy, then goes into a match with Miz defeating Wade Barrett. Barrett. So it looks like these three guys are going to go into a program, maybe for the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I'm so behind uh, Fandango. I love what they're doing with him. I love the entire. I love how he just breaks out and dance and everything. It's looking good. You know, as as a child, David used to break out and dance randomly everywhere. Legit. So I like to call Fandangoing 
Davidding. So fan uh, fan Davidding. Yeah, yeah sure. it, there it went go. over pretty well too. Yeah, it went over yeah. Well. But how do we feel about this whole program going on? Miz, Fandango, Wade Barrett. I mean, Fandango lo- mm-hmm. lost to the Miz. I mean, the, the match itself wasn't bad. But how do we feel about this program going forward? I I don't like where they're putting Wade Barrett at the moment. I don't like his placement. I don't mind the other wrestlers being involved with him and for the championship, but I don't like the fact that he's losing as often as he is. I wonder sometimes if WWE notices that he's losing that many times. It really does put a a damp, like, what is it, a damper? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, it puts a damper on Wade Barrett as a champion. I've said this plenty of times. He has to win more than he does, more than he loses. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's not even happening, so. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, continuing on with the middles, you have Chris Jericho defeating the Big Show via countout because uh, Big Show can't get back into the ring. Uh, this is a hard-felt match. Went to the outside. It looked like Jer- uh, Big Show was about to shove Jericho into the ring post. But Jericho did it instead and hit it with a huge go. I almost said goat breaker, code break, <laughs> code breaker, making him flip over the ring steps and causing Jericho to get back in before the ten count was over. I'm fine. I just, it. I just I'm, don't see a point to this. Nah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I feel like it was a filler match, but I'm okay with this ending. I mean, it doesn't really, it doesn't do anything for either wrestler. Just a filler. Classic WCW match because both these guys were in uh, WCW back in its, in its heyday. Yes, that's a fact. Yeah. Curtis I, I, Axel. I, think, I was going to say, I think most of them got famous, though, for WWE. No. no I, I got to feel like, yeah, they, like they, were, they were, but I feel like you, you never get really famous until you're in WWE. Uh, uh, Sting's pretty famous. On that one. Yeah, but Sting is a rare, like, come on. Sting's a lot a, of I, first, I don't know. Look at all the I guys that they, were in ECW. Yeah. Yeah. Look at all the guys that made their way in Japan. Right, Mexico, but look, at, but look at all the people that were gained way more exposure from WWE. Like before WWE, I didn't know who Taz was all the time. Like I, I'd seen him here and there, but then he came to WWE. I was like, oh my god, Taz! I, know, I knew who Taz was before that. Yeah, so did I. So. I'm not saying I didn't know him, but I knew him better because. Yeah, but I, when you I, have, I, don't I, I I I think that you could have became you could have become a, a big star on WCW just as much as you could on WWE. I mean, look at Lex Luger. Lex Luger wasn't as big as he was in WWE as he was in but WCW. But also look at the terrible gimmick that he had. Exactly. I mean, a gimmick can make it break someone. If you have an awesome, amazing gimmick in WCW. Listen, there's rare instances. Goldberg is, of course, one of them. Uh, Railroad Rudy. Railroad Rudy. I don't yeah, think his WCW, WCW is. Was he, he in wasn't there for too long, though, but. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. He, he was with them when they first really started coming up, but it didn't really last. Yeah, he only long. did a couple Saturday night, uh, Saturday night, what were those called? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember either. No, wasn't it WCW Saturday night? Yes, okay, yeah, he did a couple of those shots. But regardless, that's three. Four. Four? I think. No, I three. Okay, you're right, three. Uh... I just, you don't get, I just think WWE, look who's still running. Yeah. Yeah, uh, then, but also, to, I'm not going to say it. Well, I mean, like, it's not to say take anything away from WCW. But look at Ted Turner, the biggest stupid mongoloid of you know money there is, just throws 
was throwing money at everybody and just giving them all the money they could possibly get until they eventually ran into the ground. But that's but a story even, for uh, me. No, that's I, say a, that, I say the was, Hunts go ahead of him. No, but Ted Turner was throwing the money at WWE guys. Yeah, Omar Minaya, I would say, Dave, not the Will Ponds. Remember, remember who? Uh, uh, Omar Minaya. Oh what, yeah, yeah. All those stupid contracts that he gave. Yeah. You know, this is the last year that they are paying Bobby Bonilla. No way. Way. That's pretty amazing. I know. I know. All right, uh, continuing. Is she going to the Hall of Fame just be, for being able to get a contract like that? That's pretty amazing. Yeah, but they're still paying Jason Bay. Yeah, they're very bright. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Curtis Axel makes his SmackDown debut by defeating Sin Cara. You know, I guess just getting him on SmackDown television. I mean, I don't think he was Sin Cara was the best person for him to work with. But I, I, I actually, <laughs> I didn't think that they they didn't work bad together. No, it was it wasn't a bad match. I just think the whole fact that there was still ring lighting, like I don't understand. Yeah. I'm I'm happy that WWE sticks with that though because that's like. Something they're at least following through, but I, I honestly I don't I don't know how much longer Sin Cara is going to be around for. Yeah, you know, especially with the recent signings that the WWE has been doing. Yes. Rumored Simon, room allegedly because the sheets are telling us so. Um, yeah. So anyway, continuing on. Well, now we have goods. Uh, you have Daniel Bryan defeating Jack Swagger, showing a little bit more of his malicious side, and uh, almost getting DQ'd at the end by not I, breaking I up really the thought, I really thought for sure he was going to get DQ'd. I like that he has that like little hot streak behind him. That he intensity. Uh, yeah, I like that. No, I like it too. I like it a lot. I'm a I'm a big I'm a big fan of it. And also, too, it's the evolution of his character. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely. It could definitely become the evolution of his character. Him start pushing that, and then that ends up pushing Kane a little bit further. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, him and Kane can be together for a, another year, year it's and funny a half. Because you go back a few episodes, maybe more than a few episodes, and you're like, "Oh, I'm all for the split up." No, no. I'm, that's but that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying together though. I'm Uh-oh. saying like they could be a tag team, but they could also feud with each other. And they, they're like them just being together could go on for an extended period of time. As in, like facing each other. Yeah, uh, as oh. in anything, just them in the ring together, whether it's tag teaming together or <laughs> facing each other. I'm just so saying. So basically, you, you just want to see them together. Yeah, I think clumping, clumping the two of them together in anything is very good television. Yeah, absolutely, totally. You agree. ride that dick any harder? <laughs> gargle, gargle. <laughs> Uh, you had Damian Sandow's Gordian Knot Challenge, which was accepted by Sheamus, and Damian Sandow gets the upper hand by just cutting the knot. Yeah. yeah. I, I really don't think there's a way to cut that knot, if that's even a real knot. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's something Greek goddish or something. Yeah. Something. Just showing like it. But also, it's also showing that Damian Sandow is smarter than everybody else. Rather than them trying to figure it out, he'll just cut it. It's like when you have a Rubik's Cube, you can't figure it out. You just rip off the uh, the colors and put them on the right side. That's what I used to do. That's terrible. I could do a Rubik's Cube in 20... I didn't used to take out the stickers. I used to just rip that, rip off, like pull off everything. Squares. Okay, so Brent... Okay, go ahead. How long can you do a Rubik's Cube in? And can we film this? Uh, It's not. It's it's unfilmable. It's 21 years. Big old slap chop fed challenge that you can't do it in less than uh, five minutes. No, I just said it takes me 21 years to do a Rubik's Cube, so. Yep, that's what Brandon's been doing his you entire life. Do you have proof for this? Uh, Should we start timing Rubik's... you now? 
No, I just I have it's I don't know it's it's a Rubik's cube I grew up with and I over, find so over under twenty one years I'm gonna go over. <laughs> when are you gonna come at me when I'm forty? Yeah, I'm forty. Nothing. You guys wouldn't get that. Anyway, uh, more goods from SmackDown. Uh, these are kind of two that are clustered together. You have Kofi Kingston defeating Dean Ambrose uh, by disqualification because the Shield comes out. And then Teddy Long just has to come out and jonesing for some sort of tag team match. Uh, makes a six-man match where the Shield is successful over Sheamus, Randy Orton, and Kofi Kingston. So I'll, I'll, I'll. Yeah. I mean, the, I, the, the singles match was awesome. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I thought the match that they added on was kind of unnecessary. Well, um, it, not, it, wasn't, it wasn't a bad match, though. It was still... It's decent. Randy Orton losing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I can't complain about that. <laughs> well, so, you just did. You just did. Nah, but I'm taking it back. <laughs> no All right. Cool. No, t- no takes and backsies. <laughs> anyway, Hello. let's get on to Raw. Monday Night Nitro. It took you a good second and a half. To yeah, I was about to I say was, it in real Yeah, I was... I was solving a Rubik's cube. <laughs> yeah, right. You're picking those. We see you on the video. Yeah. Okay. Do we? Uh, should we start off with the goods first? Let's, let's start off it. with the bads. There's no bads. Ah. All so, right. Okay, all right. Let's, let's, on. let's start off with the goods. And I think let's start off with the best thing that we saw on Monday Night Raw was the promo for I guess you could say the hyping up of the incoming Wyatt family. And if you're living underneath a rock and not paying attention to NXT, Bray Wyatt, also known as Husky Harris, um, Luke Harper, formerly of. Uh, did you almost it, throw up? Because no, I, I no, I kind of just had a little Luke bit of Harper. stuff in my throat. Anyway, Luke Harper, uh, formerly Bro, Brody Bro, Lee, was in Chikara, yeah. was in Dragon Gate USA. He was the two Ring CW of Honor. Ring of Honor. He's the two CW champion for uh, a very long time. And then Eric Rowan, who um, I looked into it this week. Apparently, he just had a really big career in Japan. I was unaware of that. I knew, I knew that he was big in like some sort of a territory, but I wasn't sure He's what. He's big I knew in that every he, place he goes, Dave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyway, the promo, the promo itself, awesome. I like to. Dude, once I heard, I was doing some uh, homework on the computer, and all I heard was the theme song start going. I, I, I went crazy. I know. I finally, was so excited. And apparently, I was reading, I was reading something on some some site that apparently, like the higher ups backstage are like really excited for this this whole gimmick I, to go down. I honestly, I love the fact that they had. Uh, uh, Bray Wyatt in the beginning, kind of th- making you think that it's just him, and then they finally show uh, uh, Luke Harper and Rowan together, standing right up beside him. Mm-hmm. I, I was so happy. But who were the other two guys that were just like chilling I think there? Was there. A women, I, I think there was a woman with standing too. No, but, but that was from that was from that was from his uh, Bray Wyatt's original promos yeah, back in NXT. That was a long time ago. I think it was. Taped, they were kind of I, they were kind of splicing some of that stuff in, plus the new stuff with. Uh, I, I don't know if that was uh, uh, just little people that they extras that they brought in, or if that they're going to make that into anything. But who knows? There could be more people from the family. And why were they wearing those masks? Or because it's fucking. It makes you un unsettled uh, in this. I wonder if WWE realizes that a movie is coming out the same exact trailer. They're wearing the same exact masks. No, what do you think? Like the, the red yeah, movie? that movie, the rut starts with an R. I don't know. They're, it's coming out, and they're wearing those masks. No, they're wearing like creepy human masks. Oh, the purge. No, the purge. That's it. That where, oh, that looks really cool. Where they take out uh, like all the laws for one day or something. Yeah. No, there's a movie where they're wearing pig masks and everything. 
I don't know. There's a few movies like that. But while you're talking about movies, it actually reminds me of kind of a Rob Zombie-ish movie. Okay, I could see that. that promo, you know what I mean? Like where you have the rocking back and forth of the chair. You have a lot of quick splices of videos together. Yeah. I feel like it really reminds me of a Rob Har, uh, Rob Har, Rob Zombie movie, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 one of the few that actually enjoy Rob Zombie movies. So I'm, I didn't see I mean, one of the few. Everyone loves not everyone. No, not a lot. He gets there's passed plenty, a but lot. there's plenty of people. You can't say I'm one of the few. Well, I mean, there's a he. He also gets a lot of bashing for his movies. I mean, but he, makes, but he makes a lot of money off his movies. Oh, of course. I yeah. heard Lords of Salem wasn't really that good. Yeah, that's that's what I. The heard Devil's too. Rejects heard. was fantastic. Oh, dude, the end of it was amazing. Yeah. One of my favorite endings ever. Um, Diamond I, I, I think he's actually stopped. He's actually quitting the horror movie business. Yeah, so Lords of Salem was his last uh, thing. Yeah, I think that because of the reaction and whatnot, I think that was his last. But. My neighbor saw him in concert. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, I, I, he's one I always wanted to see live. Oh, I saw him live like a couple of times. Yeah. Very theatrical, a lot of fire and, you know, monsters. Sounds, and, sounds like Kiss. It's, yeah, yeah it, you can kind of compare it, but a little bit more creepy. Um, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> but going back to the Wyatt family, I'm very excited, very pumped up, very eager to see where this is going to go. And why? Are, why are their names? Why is it? Why are they all the Wyatt family? Because it's Bray it's, Wyatt's family. It's kind of like the Manson family. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of like a creepy yeah, cult esque thing. You have Charlie Manson, and there's, I mean, everybody Charles isn't a Manson, Manson, but it's it's his 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 family. Yeah. Nobody calls him Charlie Manson. Uh, but I could see, you know what? I was reading something on some sort of message board about bringing them in. Have them bring them in, and bring have them directly feud with the Shield. I don't. You know what? I would like to see that at some point, but I feel like that would be too much, too fast, because they could actually put on a really superb feud and match. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have to kind of ease your way into that. Yeah. So this way, you could kind of set it up a little bit, show what potential, show what they got, and then you have the clash, and it would gain so much as opposed to just having the clash initially before setting up anything. So you want them to take a Ryback route? Uh. Yeah. Or do you want them to take a – who else? Who else recently debuted? Fandango. Or yeah, Fandango route. What, what, well, they both – what do you mean? Just have a few people have Ryback, them back? Well, Ryback. Band, have them Ryback, go back to band? Ryback, yeah, OK. Well, something like that. Or do you okay. want them to go against jobbers, like no-name jobbers? You know, I, I think you could start off with jobbers. Start off with you can you can do you can well, even separate them. They don't have to be all together. You could have Bray Wyatt by himself, and then you could have the other two in the tag team match, or you could have them all together. You could have I, I yeah, a few think... of them. You could have them in singles with each person at ringside, and then just beat the crap out of somebody after the match, just really picking up the piece uh, the pieces. And if they came in feuding with the Shield or whatever, would that mean that they were face or are they both heels? Both heels. <laughs> no, nothing. I was I was looking at something I, else. I'm sorry. I thought you asked because have David you guys have heels. you guys been watching a lot of Bray Wyatt uh, matches recently? Or no? I've been watching NXT oh. every okay. single week, dude. How much? How do you? How much do you love that? Right before he goes into the finisher, uh, after the avalanche and the turnbuckle, he starts like dancing with them into the center of the ring, and then he sets up the move. Yeah, that's like I like I love that because it reminds me of like horror movie ish. Where I could see someone like Leatherface with a corpse just kind of dancing with the body and then just something really mentally fucked up. 
and I'm such a big fan of it. Yeah. No, I agree. Fan, I'm... You're a big fan of him dancing, and you're a big fan of Two Heels. Yeah. Okay. What are you trying to say? I was getting a dancing high heel, two heels joke, and it didn't work. So yeah. Oh, cool story, bro. All right. Yeah. Well, let's continue on to the rest of the goods from uh, Monday <laughs> night. Uh, you start off the show with John Cena coming back after being beaten at Extreme Rules and responding to Ryback's challenge for payback in an ambulance match. But it's not just going to be an ambulance match. It's going to be a lumberjack match and also a tables match. We are getting the fourth. Three stages of hell match in WWE history coming up at Payback. Uh, John Cena pitches at the Ryback. Ryback accepts. And, yeah, so this will be the first one without Triple H in it. Whatever gets people that I like seeing on TV on pay-per-view. I'm actually a big fan of this match, and I would definitely watch this. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally pumped by it. Totally I, pumped. I'm not one of those people that hates John Cena matches. I think he he's very well in the ring. And Ryback's been doing a really good job, so I, I'm very excited for it. Yeah. And you know but, what? I'm, I'm surprised. I, not that I've ever seen it, but uh, it might have happened. But an independent wrestling show, a lumberjack match where, like, they, like, have a fan pay money to be in that lumberjack. You would do that. That would be awful. I would never do that. I'm saying that, but, like, I like, – And then all the wrestlers that. would put them in full Nelsons? No, <laughs> I'm, like, there's a lot of, like, shady people out there. I'm sure that they would be, do it. Of, yes, people would definitely do it, but it, there's so much danger. Uh, no, danger I'm saying like shady promoters. No, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Oh, okay, I know. Yeah, um, but in this promo, also too, then you have Curtis Axel come out and challenge John Cena for your main event for the evening, which Curtis Axel was successful in because John Cena really could give two shits about facing Curtis Axel. He cares more about the ambulance that comes to the ring. Yeah, that doesn't have right back in it. I thought for sure Zack Ryder was driving. You think like every- that was a joke? That was a joke. Come on. Oh man! As much as we love Zack Ryder on the show, I think I he's- thought it was Scott Steiner. Imagine. Ah! That's what I said. <laughs> and he's gonna it- he's gonna he's gonna mentor Ryback <laughs> in like promo skills. That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> Just gotta yell more, huh? Huh? Not make any more curse. sense. You gotta curse more. And you gotta tell the announcers that they gotta suck your dick. Ryback, you got to bleach your hair blonde. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean, this, it, that's a cool kind of setup way to end off Monday Night Raw, to have the ambulance come out, have Ryback take him out. How, how do you like the way that they're setting up Curtis Axel, though? I mean, this is the second week where he has defeated um, one of the uh, larger main eventers in WWE currently, and, well, but not fairly. All I got to say is who's next? Da, 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 da. <laughs> I, I kind I like like I like it and I don't like it. I like it because now Paul Heyman can be like Curtis Axel defeated John Cena and Triple H. I don't know. Well, that's probably what they want to do. His, his theme song changed a little bit. A little bit. I oh, like when he bit. came when he came out on the stage in the opening promo. I got really pissed off. I was like, "No way, they changed it. That's bullshit." Then when he came out to the match, it's like he's in the ring all of a sudden here. I was like, "Really?" But it takes too long to get to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. It does take a little bit too long to get to that part because, honestly, what fan does not enjoy that part? So, Jim. It's funny. I was looking. Yeah. So, Jim, was that you just said? So, Jim Johnson, if you're listening, come on. We need a new <laughs> I, editor to that. I was looking on iTunes for, like, see if they release new themes because it seems like they release new themes, like, every two weeks. And uh, 
they released Bray Wyatt's, which they changed the name to the original song. And they, I mean, I don't know why, but uh, they also released Mr. Perfect's theme song. I thought it was going to be uh, Curtis Axel's, but it was Mr. Perfect. So yeah, yeah. All right. He always had one of my. Favorite, uh, I always. It was always one of my most favorite theme songs as growing up as a kid. Yeah, because when you did something perfect, you can just go, dun, dun. Yeah, right? Okay, uh, let's continue on. Uh, Dean Ambrose defeats Kofi Kingston for the United States title, which, which was an awesome match. I really like this match a lot. Uh, Dean Ambrose gets the win with the – they're calling it the Dean Driver, I guess? Or they're not I, giving I it a name? Dean, Dean Driver. Dean Driver. I saw Justice Driver, you know. Yeah, I, I like I'm Justice go- Driver. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say Justice uh, Driver sounds better than Dean Driver. Yeah, that's kind of has like like an eighties like name to it. Hey, up next, Dean Driver. No, not no, not not that. Like the, uh, like when everybody's finisher had like their name uh, in it. Yeah, like the Razor's Edge, which you I can't see. You can't see Dean Driver hosting a late night talk show or something. Maybe the uh, the Morning Drive on like ninety five point five. Dean Driver hosting weather on Z one thousand. Uh, this then led to the Shield of Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins defeating Team Hell No. And this, to me, was my favorite match of the evening. This match was awesome. I so love good. that Daniel Bryan stood up during that surfboard or whatever move you call that. The Mexican surfboard. Is it a surfboard, though? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Mexican surfboard. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I was I popped huge when... uh. Daniel Bryan jumped out of the ring towards Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns just caught him midair and like spear tackled him to the ground. Uh, at what point? At what point? Like, I mean, I think Ring Rope Rebellion, one of them tweeted it. At what point does that make it a spear? Like, come does, on! I mean, instead of a spawnbuster, I, I call a, a spear to me is if you sprint and run. But that's why I also said a tackle. I mean, I mean, it looked like a spinebuster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit of everything. Listen, you can call a spade a spade here. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. All right, it's a nice little, uh, I can't think of a food reference to it. Jambalaya. Carrots Jubilee. <laughs> I mean, it could have been a shoulder tackle. Yeah, you know, okay. So many different things you could say. Yeah. Fondango defeated Wade Barrett. That was good. Yeah, again, another, yeah, another loss for that. Wade Barrett. Another, I'm fine with it. I'm another, fine with Wade Barrett losing. I don't care. But. A loss for Wade Barrett, a win for Fondango. Yeah. 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 Cool, brothers. All right. Um, then you had, excuse me, all this carbonated water. Sparkling water, I should, should say. Seltzer. Uh, no, it's, it, well, it's LaCroix, sparkling water. I don't get it. Why did Jews say seltzer? I don't know. I say seltzer sometimes. I say, yeah. I say club soda predominantly. I don't, it, I don't think it's a religion thing. Well, no, but if you go to a temple and they're offering sparkling water, you ask for seltzer. Yeah, why? <laughs> no, yeah. it's just nobody – oh, can I have a sparkling water? It's like, oh, do you mean seltzer? You never hear – I guarantee you, you never hear an old Jew say uh, sparkling water. That's There's cool. no way. No, Okay. I, I agree. I agree with you, Brandon. Uh, Paul Heyman was on the highlight reel and – uh, Chris Jericho was asking about his clients. Well, really didn't really care about Curtis Axel or Brock Lesnar. And I love the fact whatever like he's asked about Brock Lesnar, he has to say it with such like a predominance. I, I and he's just like, like he, Oh, your other Brock, client. Brock Lesnar I, I, I love it because it gets so much heat. Yeah. So I used to love Heyman on commentary, just like I would pray to see the gore. 
Yeah. Every single match, you just hear gore, gore, gore. Yeah. Um, but not he wasn't um, Chris Jericho wasn't asking about them. They're asking about his other client that we haven't seen since two weeks after WrestleMania or six weeks in that matter. CM Punk asking where CM Punk has been and kind of getting it out of Chris, getting out of Paul Heyman that he wants to fight CM Punk. Yeah, well, CM Punk's been watching baseball and hockey. Yeah, yeah, you love all those, those <laughs> tweets that he has. It's I funny. Mean, it's funny how he's like he's getting heat from people who follow him, like getting pissed off about his tweets, and it's like just unfollow him then. Yeah, I love it. I, I think it's funny because it really doesn't feel like he's been off TV all that long. It really and doesn't. I, and I feel like that really you have to praise the WWE writers for that one. Yeah, as much as we actually, shit on them. But exactly, we do shit on them. But for the fact that CM Punk has been off TV since WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania, and we've still been entertained, uh, you got, I feel like you got to take your hats off to that. Yeah, but uh, apparently Paul Heyman booked it. It's going to be Chris Jericho versus CM Punk at Payback. But who, yeah, who knows if Punk will actually Punk, show up. Yeah, he might have to go to another Cubs game. Yeah, maybe yeah. the new client will be Randy Orton. Oh, God, what? no. Why would you think that? Why would you Not even because, say that? Because how, he, how could you want do him to that be Because they want him to be heel, and you saw the promo for Payback with the voices talking to him. It's very heelish. That's true. That's also Randy Orton. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I I still think I heard something that they want to bring up Corey Graves too from NXT and make him Dude, a him guy. No, that was that was in that article on WWE.com. Oh, who could be the who could be a, a Heyman client? Oh, they had yeah. Corey Graves in there. Yeah. yeah. I like that, though. I like the fact that they're kind of trying to bring up these NXT guys. But uh, honestly, like, I like Corey Corey Graves is a good guy. He's a good, he's a good, you know, submission wrestler and stuff like that. I just hate the fact when he does the whole knuckles thing. It's like, oh, yeah, stay down. Look at me. I'm tough. It's like, I'm I'm good with it. I'm a big fan of his gimmick. I'm a big fan of his work. I say, bring, if they're ready, bring them up. Yeah. Amen. All right. Correctly bring them up. Yes. Absolutely. And, (laughs) you know, if, if anything says right with the shields. Yeah, <laughs> Bo Dallas. What's up, buddy? Oh yeah, the, the oh yeah, that, that happens next week. Sorry. No, but yeah, well, who cares? He went back down and he's achieving some other stuff. Yeah, yeah right. winning yeah. battle royals. Yeah, yeah. Hey so, man, it doesn't matter as long as you go down and you get a championship belt at the end. <laughs> yeah, as oh, long as you go minute, down. And- <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> That was awesome. I wasn't talking about the wrestling business. I was talking about. (laughs) I'm writing that down in my notes to to find that so we can put that on a future episode. Wow that 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 comment went so much well over as opposed to that comment that you made before about me wearing two heels, uh, liking two heels and dancing. Yeah, well, that joke was a lot better. Maybe maybe Rich laughed. I don't know. <laughs> All right, more uh, more goods. The Bellas defeated Caitlyn and Natalia. Uh, happy belated birthday to Natalia. Unfortunately, you got a loss on your birthday. I thought it was a decent got, match. At least she got to wrestle on her birthday. Yeah, true. No, I thought it was a decent match too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Caitlyn's new attire. I'm or, kind of intrigued with how they're going to go about everything. Go about and everything it, what? Well, like with the Bella twins and every and uh, Natalia, I'm I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm interested to see where they're going to go with the Divas division. Uh, yeah, because they're going they... straight to E Network. Yeah. yeah, right. Seriously, no. I don't know. I, I feel like they they've been really switching up a lot. And, and they have some Caitlin, really AJ. There's a lot of potential in there. They have some really good girls down in uh, 
in NXT now too. Like as you said with Paige, uh, that girl Emma, as weird as her gimmick is, she's yeah. And they actually just signed two bodybuilders that are look gorgeous. Yeah, just gorgeous. Oh yeah. yeah. What are their names, Dave? Alexis. Uh, Lexi. Oh, Lexi. Shit, Lexi Alexander. So I forgot. Isn't it written on the back of your palm? No, no. (laughs) After I check out the picture, it rubs off. (laughs) (laughs) wait did you mean it to sound like that yes i don't know but yeah so they signed them also too apparently it was rumored this week that the samurai del sol apparently signed a contract i can't wait if if this is true he could easily replace sincara nobody would actually people would know the difference because he can go and honestly we've Wait, but stop, 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 though, because Sin Cara can go, too. He's just never been adapted to that WWE style yet. I mean, mean, not to say it's – I mean, it's gotten better over the the past years and whatever. But when you compare Sin Cara and uh, Samurai Del Sol, I feel like Del Sol could bring a lot more to the table and can actually work very well with people that aren't his style. I mean, we've seen seen him do this on the indie circuit for a little bit now. Yeah, yeah, March 2012 was the very first time I'm assuming any of the three of us saw him. Yeah, yeah, that was my first. And I, 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 blown away, completely yeah, blown away. I, I think away. The, the Marking Out podcast that we did right after that, we just raved about how great of a wrestler he was. And he's a really great person, too. Yeah, he, he was a cool he, dude. Yeah, he's a cool dude, and he deserves it. No, yeah. absolutely. Uh, apparently, Dave spoke about the bodybuilders. We spoke about Samurai Del Sol. Apparently... Sorry. Uh, apparently, Sammy Callahan is now done with any Dragon Gate and Evolve shows because he is waiting to hear back from the WWE, according to the Evolve newsletter. The once near 400-pounder? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I think that that match that he has with Nigel McGuinness and then watching that and then watching his matches now, that still blows me away. Yeah, good for him, man. So Seriously? we're waiting to hear from medical testing. We're waiting to hear back. Well, the w, he's waiting to hear back from medical testing from WWE, and then he should be uh, good to go on his way down to Florida. So we're here, right? Guys, That's not like... Do you guys think that they would bring someone like Sammy or whatnot? Do you think that they would – or I'll even say Cassius Ono. Do you think that they would bring them up kind of – just randomly as like a Paul Heyman kind of a guy, just to kind of get the IWC going and everything, as opposed to uh, really the younger audience having any clue who they are. Uh, I think I don't know if Curtis Axel's actually a Paul Heyman guy, quote unquote, but I kind of feel like you have to be a Paul Heyman guy. Curtis Axel is a Triple H guy. Like, there's no, there's no. Paul Heyman there at all? But I mean, like, could I don't you think see so. them bring up Cassius Ono without any big nets or anything like that? Just my I still, I still stand by my whole thing. How they like, should bring up Cassius Ono, saying that he's the you know the whole Wade Barrett gimmick. But he, like, I'm, I'm not even even like Paul Heyman stuff aside. If he just randomly comes in and attacks a wrestler, attacks uh, Claudio or something like uh, Cesaro or someone like that, if he just jumps the barricade and just attacks brutally someone. Do you think that that would go over? I mean, we would all flip out for that. But do you think everyone else would? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's a, I mean, it's, it's a personal discretion. Yeah. yeah, it would definitely trend on Twitter. But I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going back and forth with whether or not that would catch on. It would definitely catch on to us and the every smart fan that's out there. Yeah. That, or uh, Ring of Honor that knows who he is. But maybe, to everybody maybe. else that doesn't know who he is, it may just fall. Maybe it would cash us on. 
Yeah, that's another. I knew it was gonna flop. I knew yep. it was gonna fucking flop. And on that note, let's hit. We to- are sponsored by Viagra. Yeah, no. No, anyway, let's get to I our musical it. interlude for <laughs> yeah, the week. And we actually, yes, we have musical interlude. Uh, this one is brought to our brought to you by our friends at Ring Rope Rebellion. RingRopeRebellion.com. It's been a while since they've been out of the wrestling music game, and they came back huge on Monday night during Raw by breaking this one out. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. But this one is called Cody's Mustache, and it is dedicated to... Cody's mustache. And when we get back, we are going to talk about everything going on in the world of professional wrestling here on Marking Out. Ring Talk by 
pro wrestling fans. You can find that on ringroperbellion.com and also on iTunes. So go check that out. We love Ring Rip Rebellion here. I have their shirt. I'm not going to lie. You should go get their shirts too because they're pretty awesome. Anyway, let's get on some professional wrestling talk. Uh, and let's talk about Pro Wrestling Syndicate. They have a huge show coming up June 8th in Monroe, New Jersey at the Sports Center. Autograph signing starts at 7 p.m. Bell time is at 9 p.m. It is entitled Dream On because the one and only... Dusty Rhodes is going to be there, but not just Dusty Rhodes. New Jack will be there. It's the Lariat. Stan Hansen will be there, and also Ron Simmons will be there doing autographs. And, and before you even continue, I want you guys to notice that the autograph signing is at 7 p.m. Bell time's at 9. You, that gives you two hours to get there and get autographs and buy whatever you want. Absolutely. Use those two hours. Re- remember um – Remember a few weeks ago when we were talking about this and, and we kept I kept trying to say Stan Henson and it just like I was stuttering out through it. Yeah. I figured out it's because I was every time I say Stan with an H afterwards, I want to say Stanley Hudson yeah. because of the office and that's oh. why. Yeah, so Oh that that explains it. Okay, thanks, it buddy. It does. You Fuck know, you, on that Dave. on that Seriously? episode I couldn't figure out why Screw that you. was Screw like you. that. So thank you. It's pop off. Pop off. Did you just call me yeah. Pablo? No. Oh, clearly pop I didn't say off. Pablo. I said pop off. Anyway, oh, Brandon bitch. and Dave arguing aside, uh, Kevin Matthews will is a fighting champion and will be defending his title for the second time against the premier, premier athlete Anthony Nice. Uh, you're going to have some bombshell action there as well where the newly crowned bombshell ladies of wrestling champion La Rosa Negra will be defending against former TNA knockout Angelina Love. I'm uh, with that match. I'm kind of curious where Missy Sampson's going to come involved. Yeah, right. I mean, she lost the championship to La Rosa Negra in a very uh, controversial uh, way. So, very inter- uh, interested. Yep, and then your PWS tag team titles will be on the line when Black Holly will be making their first defense against the Heavenly Bodies, or the new incarnation of the Heavenly Bodies. And as we, as we like to do with PWS, when we talk about PWS, um, you know, there's, we want to go over every single match, but like we're out of the three of us. Each one of us is going to pick out a match that we're most looking forward to. Different so, matches. Different matches. So Brandon can start off with that. Uh, I'm going to pick Pat Buck and RJ Brewer. Oh, I was going to pick that. No, are you? Oh, like, me too. <laughs> no, I was. No. That's something I'm actually really excited for because I know they've been trying to get R.J. Brewer or, uh, to come down for a very long time. Yeah, and I mean, Dave and I saw R.J. Brewer wrestle wrestle a while back, and I thought it was that was one a of the, while ago. One of the that was best. Like, oh, oh, 2009, 2009, and I thought it was one of the best like wrestles I've ever seen live. Really? So yeah, yeah. I, I got to agree yeah. with him. I was I went into this event not having any idea idea who he is or who he was i mean back um, then he was john was, walters, john walters from, yeah. yeah it was john walters from ring of honor uh, if you're a uh, P- ring of honor fan you know him as a, he's a former pure champion but he legit is really good go check check him out on youtube before you check out this uh, event yeah. or not even you don't even have to do that if you just show up and just be impressed yeah yeah Plus, absolutely because uh, we know also, the uh, rj brewer is the guy that they ripped Jack Swagger's yeah, exactly. character off of definitely, so. yeah, absolutely. Dave, yours? Uh I go. I keep on going like 
looking at the card and there's so many matches I want to choose. Um, I'm going to go with just Starman, the drunken swashbuckler, Blue Meanie and Follow taking on Reality Checks, Devin Moore, Kyle Reynolds, Dave Destruction, and Damian Gibbs in a four-on-four elimination match. I think Reality Checks going down. I am going to disagree. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who to choose as the winner, but yeah, I think it's going to be a really good match, and I think it's going to be a fun match to watch. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys know what my match is going to be? I'm going to guess. Got to be Disco Inferno. All right, he's going Disco. I'm going to choose Headbangers versus Southside Players Club. Wrong. You're both wrong. Wait. No. Are you serious? How yeah. else? I'm actually looking forward to Alex Reynolds versus Dan Moff. Damn, that was my first choice. I should have stuck with it. You know what? As much as I love Cole Cabana, and that's going to be an interesting match to see him against Disco Inferno, I feel like there's two totally different styles with Dan Moff and Alex Reynolds, and that should be an interesting match to watch. I can yeah. def- I could see uh, reality check playing a factor in this, though. Yeah, no, that, I, could, I could see that as well. Maybe this match not even uh, getting started. So, no, I can possible. see it being a match. I hope it's a match. I'd like to see it. Yeah, uh, this is going to be shown on iPay-Per-View as well, courtesy of HighSpots.com. So definitely check that one out because that should be uh, fun to watch as well. So uh, for more information, if you need... Oh, well, I just saw this too. Uh, Dusty Rhodes will not be appearing on the iPay-Per-View. Yeah, because he's got a Legends contract with WWE. Oh. Yeah, that's All why. Right, gotcha. So anyway, for more information, go to ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. Or highspots.com to order the iPay-Per-View because I'm working Saturday. So maybe I'll order it on Sunday night and not watch Slammiversary. <laughs> I just I just want to say screw those Legends contracts then. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Continuing on with some more pro wrestling talk. Uh, not only is TNA having a pay-per-view this weekend, but Shakara is having an iPay-Per-View this weekend. Uh, you can get it on smvod.com. It is their anniversario entitled Never Compromise. Your main event is going to be the Grand Championship, where the defending champion, Eddie Kingston, will be facing off against Icarus. That pisses me off. Why? Because <laughs> Eddie Kingston needs to lose this championship. It's been it – has it been over a year yet? It's been way over a year. Yeah, has it been, been a, 2011 Yeah, or it's no? been a long time that he's no, been champion. And no, and nobody else has defeated – no one has ever defeated him for the championship. Wait, did he we had, see – did we see him win it or no? We watched no. the iPay review in my house. Yeah, we watched it. It was a lot. What did I see? Did, we saw, so it, then we, we saw, saw him it. defend it. Yeah, we. Yeah, saw we his, saw the, his first defense against first Ben Gerard. Defense. Okay. Yeah. February. I, I I don't know. It just pisses pisses me off and grinds my gear. Yeah. It you does. Said that. You really said that. The Campeones de Brejas will be on the line in the traditional two out of three falls where the champions 3.0 will be facing on the, facing off against the number one contenders, uh, Pieces of Hate, Jigsaw, and The Shard. I can see Jigsaw and The Shard taking the titles. I agree. I can see the Pieces of Hate uh, coming out of victors. Absolutely. And I think this is the first time ever in professional wrestling, you are going to have a sarcophagus match, which is pretty much... I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be like a, a casket match, but have more of the gimmicky stuff that you would that involved into this feud between Amasis and Affinian. You know, these um, guys... I agree with you. I, I'm just curious as to how this is going to look. Is this going to look like BCW-ish, or is it going to be an actual, like, legit sarcophagus? I think it's going to be an actual legitimate sarcophagus. Where do okay. you even get a sarcophagus? They probably got one made up or something like that. 
So it, I'm excited for it. That should be interesting. Especially with the, the whole feud. These guys used to be in this Egyptian-style trio, the, the, the Osirian portal. You know, uh, Affinian breaks up with them, and now Moss is coming back to make amends, or you say, and coming back from the dead. So it should be, uh, it should be an interesting one to see. So uh, for more information, go to ChakarPro.com, SMVOD.com, to check out the pay-per-view. And now, let's get to Impact. Don't shut us off. Don't shut us off. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry we have to do this. Yeah, Dave no. already shut it off. Well, they, I almost said Chikara. Well, Impact has a big pay-per-view coming up. Uh, their second out of four, no, third out of four for the year. Slammiversary will be taking place June 2nd, which is Saturday as well. Uh, Sunday as well in Boston, but we have the Go Home Show, which I, I don't know. It felt like a little bit too clumped to me. Like they were trying to throw so many things into small segments. Well, it opened horribly with that backstage promo with Aces and Eights, where Ken Kennedy Kennedy attacked D'Lo Brown, and D'Lo Brown like it didn't even look like he sold it. I guess yeah. like it was terrible. The match and then they went right into that terrible match. I thought it was good. I mean, I didn't like uh, the outcome. Sting's wearing a T-shirt, as usual. Joseph Park, or Joe Parks. Joey Parks, as Taz likes to say. It was Joey I mean, Park Parks? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Dudley Boys, or Team 3D, as... I don't know. Yeah, Brandon, just, you're you know, just failing with this right now, but yeah. No, no. Didn't, it didn't live up to what I would have thought to have been a good match, and it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, as I said, they just kind of just jam so much stuff into small segments. So they put, you know, these two matches that are going down as the, as the main thing. Then you have the faces for this four-corner tag team match at Slammiversary facing off against the heels for this four-corner match, which was a good match in itself. You know, faces go over. Um, then you have, they're combining the Ultimate X match with this last knockout standing match, mixing that together. You know, and then you're, you have Dixie Carter trying to make a big announcement, which is interrupted by Aces and Eights, and then throwing another match together for Slammiversary. It just felt like a little bit too clumped for me. Yeah. So And they all throughout the night, all throughout the night, remember to follow our president, Dixie Carter, on Twitter. I did that, and she blocked me. I didn't do anything wrong to block, get blocked. Yeah, Brandon. You. Yeah, sure. Who actually believes I really that didn't. one? What? Who actually believes that one that you didn't do it? I didn't. People see my blocked. tweets. People see my tweets. Dude, you her. tweeted her when, about gut checking Kevin Matthews. Like, so I'm not. Ago. She asked if I wanted to see people. I, why I'm not allowed to say I want to see Kevin Matthews. No, you don't have a voice when it comes to her. Yeah, that's right. Kind of, kind of like TNA and the fans. You don't we have a voice. the people. Yeah, right. Sorry, I don't know why I had to say that. I did like AJ Styles versus Anderson though. I thought it looked that- like they were ex tag team partners. They were. No, it looked like they were ex-tag team partners. You know, what I like, found, you know what I found really funny with Taz's commentary on that? Where he's like, oh, man, AJ Styles, we're going to look out for the black and white of Aces and Eights. Idiot. Yeah. AJ Styles is wearing black and white. Right, yeah. It's like, it's the same. Yeah, but I like that. And then you get the typical impact and Who the fuck is... I got 800 text messages. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Apology accepted. I want to go back to that woman's match real fast. Yeah, with, why? With, Wait, save it. No, not even the promo, the promo, the promo. Oh, okay. Gail Kim came out sounding, she sounded really drunk to me. I don't know uh, if I, anyone else, but she's Yeah, she's like, like, um, yeah, I'm so much better. Yeah, like, why was she slurring words and everything? Dixie Carter, why don't you look into that one? Why don't you make her apologize for coming off drunk on your television? Yeah, right? <laughs> no, but like, and, and no. Wait, another thing I got to be pissed off about kind of is that the whole thing with with uh, Austin Aries when he got 
well, TNA, quote-unquote, dirt sheet said they made him apologize or whatever. They're taking a mandatory whatever. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. He's taking called. a class? No, I don't know whatever. Whatever they said that happened with Austin Aries because of that thing with Christy Hemme. Why is ODB allowed to do that shit on television where she scratches her vagina and touches her titties like that? Like, that's a did gimmick. Did you say vagina? Vagina. I didn't say vagina. I don't know what this inside joke between you and Chris are with vaginas. <laughs> it's a family guy <laughs> reference. Yeah, well, I just don't understand why she does it. I didn't, like Maybe she got the crabs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn roasted. Um... Yeah, I don't What's know. What's the damn roast on there? You know, I'll say. I'll Nobody say, gave yeah. a shit about what you said. Maybe she does. Maybe it's a serious condition. Exactly. Maybe she does. Or maybe she just has to like. Uh, maybe she's got a Brazilian wax and it itched. You know. Ah, that, that I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I didn't think about that until I just said it. So, bam, roasted on me. No, no, nah, nah, no, bam, roasted needed. Not needed. God. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then, like, the AJ Styles and Anderson match. Like, it was a good match. You could have seen somebody win, but then Aces and Aces has to get involved. Yeah. And then yeah. TNA gets involved. And then you have the whole fucking – I'm sorry. I think that was my second curse of the show. But then you have the whole Aces and Aids versus TNA back-and-forth fight, which then uh, – 3D was thrown out there, which was cool. I like 3D. I've always popped for that when it happens. Jesus, stop. No, people are text messaging me. About- all, all I saw was – TNA was winning, and then all of a sudden, the next thing you knew, they just lined up together, aces and eights in the yeah. ring. Like I, where, like we didn't see aces and eights get the upper hand at all, did we? No. I just saw TNA beating the crap out of aces and eights. The next thing you knew, aces and eights was standing strong. Oh, on a totally random one, you know, I found out who plays Suicide. Who? TJ Perkins. Oh, also Taz is like, oh, Suicide debuted last week. No, he didn't. He returned last week. Taz's commentary sometimes is like. Like really he's drunk, off, but but he's he's really saves TNA for me. Yeah, same here. I check it out because of his commentary. Yeah, I like I like having that heel commentator in there. Yeah. Kind of adds. Uh, it's it's not even it. the heel commentary. Yeah, it's just like it's his way wise, before. His yeah. like wise ass remarks, kind of. He's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, like yeah. he downplays so much in the company, and oh, with the whole Bound for Glory cool. thing, right? Excuse me. That whole Bound for Glory uh, video, dude. <laughs> right, like right before like it happens. Yeah, well, because they were saying, oh, follow Dixie Carter. If you follow Dixie Carter on Twitter, you see where where the uh, Bound for Glory will be. Is it Bound for, Bound for Glory, right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, the, the, that new guy, whatever his name is, I don't care to know Brother, it. Hulk Hogan's, I don't know, continue. Horace Hogan? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, he goes uh, well, and Taz is like, well, what are you beating around the bush for? Tell him what it is. And Mike Tanae's like, shut up, Taz. We're going to air a video. <laughs> Why yeah. underplay the video? And Taz basically, I don't give a fuck about that video. But yeah, Play so, that <laughs> shit, motherfucker. So Bound I for, want to tell him where it is. So Bound for Glory is going to be in San Diego. Yes, where you had a video of them running on a beach and it was like – it came off really WrestleMania-esque. Yeah, it did. Except like indie-ish. <laughs> yep, well, that's <laughs> No offense of- to them. Like, like Bubba Ray really wanted to sit there and be like – Bound for glory. I'm chasing glory or whatever. Like, yeah. And then, like, when Magnus spoke, it was like, I am reading the words off of a monitor. When who? Magnus was speaking. Oh. Yeah. I like Magnus. No, I like Magnus too. I don't understand. How could you have Gunner? What? How could you, I was going to say, how could you have Gunner on your team? Like, he beat up two people. Like, who's to say he's not going to beat up? I was about you. to transfer that over to Segway. I'm James so happy. James Storm's in the ring now wearing a shirt because he has I'm an so abdominal injury. Gunner back though. 
What does he have, Chris? He has an abdominal injury. Oh, really? Yeah. I Yo, just I'm... feel like TNA is the land of the shirts. Yo, are you guys happy to see Gunner back? I actually am. I love Gunner. Mr. Intensity, look at that beard. I think he has so much – he really does have a lot of potential. And they were they were doing such good things with him when like when he was coming out with Ric Flair and everything like that. And then it just the ball just got dropped. Yeah. You know, they, what, they put the TV title on like Devon for the 800th time. Hey, Ric Flair got mentioned last night. Yeah, I know. I thought so, he started going downhill when he got involved with Eric Bischoff. Yeah. If yeah. I recall correctly, I think that was around the time where Gunner kind of faded out to me. Yeah, but now they're putting him in – they're not letting him shine as an individual wrestler. They're putting him as a tag team wrestler. I still don't see that being like a tag team wrestler because he's like – he was like a, a last-minute thrown-in thing. Yeah, I would have liked to well, see Shark Boy. I really would have too. But. Uh, I'm, I'm good with Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm good uh, with Gunner. Slammiversary, we have a new member of the Hall of Fame will be announced. Yeah, that that too, uh, which got cut off by Aces and Aids. I believe it's going to be Sting again. <laughs> I really, I'm really thinking that's who it is. I think it's going to be Jeff Jarrett. I really, I do. I honestly, I think that too. Yeah, I think it's going to be Jeff Jarrett. It's going to be Jeff like, Hardy. Who else, who else? Why would it be Jeff Hardy? Because that's they have thing. such a boner for Jeff Hardy there. I was going to say another thing. When they were talking about Jeff Hardy uh, being on the pay-per-view, they were like, oh my God, the rumors – so many rumors we've heard in the past where Jeff Hardy was done with pro wrestling. That was the very first time I've heard something of that. Yeah, same here. There's only there's only two wrestlers that should be inducted and deserve to be inducted. Bob Backlund? No. Into the TNA Hall of Fame? Yeah, only like two. Jerry and Jeff? No, I was going to go with the – well, Jerry or Jeff. I mean you could say the Jerry, so I was going to go Jeff Jarrett. And uh, AJ Styles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I totally see AJ yeah. Styles. But they can't do that this year because he's in this whole, yeah. like, you know, no one shirt gimmick type thing. <laughs> That's be funny as hell. Would, like... would, would you put it past TNA to have him be inducted and have that gimmick play into a factor? I, I was going to say, him. like, that'd be funny if they announced at Slammiversary AJ Styles is the very next inductee to the TNA Hall of Fame. And it's like, oh, I don't care. I'm just going to wear this shirt that says no one. I'm going to ride my motorcycle. With the lights really... in it. I can yeah, I don't care. I don't care that I'm getting inducted. I can see that. Yeah, I and can then Sting takes yeah, for a second time. Or Kurt Angle. We going to go into the pay-per-view? Yeah, let's go into predictions. All right, so we so got Slammiversary coming up this Sunday in from Boston, Massachusetts. We're going to start <laughs> – thanks, thanks, Dave. You're trying to do my job here. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> no, yeah. I think no, I think he was he was trying to get us out of – Yeah, I'm I just, David just wanted to say show. Boston, I want to get to the fucking gym. Move along the show. He wanted to say Boston, Massachusetts. Dave, Dave has to get a swell on. Yeah, he's all testosterone up now that he's at school. That really pissed me off. What? Keep it going. Keep it going. And he said, "I want to go get my swell on." Uh, anyway, Devon is going to be defending the television championship against Joseph Park. I'm going to say Devon. If Devon doesn't win, I'm going to be freaking pissed. Who are you saying then, Brandon? I'm saying Devon. I'm saying Joseph Park. Or are you saying Abyss? I'm going to say both. I could say I could see Abyss, like instead of uh, Joseph I can Park. See, that, yeah, that's why I'm going with Park because I see Abyss coming into factor, uh, coming into play. All right, we have the. But gut- will, will Joseph Park even make it to the match? Yes. Will he stay in the match while Abyss is out? Who knows? There? Maybe he'll get attacked before the show by Aces and Aids. He'll see the blood and I'll come out as Abyss. Yeah, I okay. can see them. Yeah, if that. Yeah, gut- if that were to happen, then I'm going with Abyss. Okay. Well, then you you gotta you gotta yeah, you gotta pick here, Brandon. No, I'm saying if D- if Devon can't choose both. No, yes you can. No, you can't. Different matches. Fine. If he he gets if negated Devon, from this match. No, if Devon's in the match versus Joseph Park, 
then I'm picking Devon. If Abyss is in the match versus Devon, I'm okay. Well, Abyss. okay. Well, the match is announced: Devon versus Joseph Park. So how's David allowed to say Abyss or? No, he I said did. Joseph Park. I'm saying Joseph Park. Well, I'm saying Devon. Okay, good. Next match: Gut Check Finals. The winner of this match goes on to the Band for Glory series. You have Jay Bradley versus Sam Shaw. I am saying Bradley. Jay Bradley. Yeah, I guess that's all across the board then for Jay Bradley. Yeah, Sam who? Exactly. Sam- I'm sure. Cool match here. You have a last knockout standing match between Taryn Terrell and Gail Drunk Kim. <laughs> so hopefully she won't have too many sake bombs before the. We're, uh, we're on like the same page, right? She really sounded drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or she sounded like a like a, a South America uh, South America thirteen year old girl. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Taryn Terrell. All right. Yeah, I'm going with Tiffany too. TT. Yeah, um, I was gonna make that reference actually. Because it's TT is, is right if you look at her in the She's ring. She's got some cans, bro. Oh, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, there's going to be an ultimate X match for the X Division champion. Kenny King will be defending his title against Hale, Chris Sabin, and Suicide. I'm saying Sabin. I hope Sabin. Chris Sabin. It's so tough not to say Sabin because they've been building him so much. Um, but I'm going to say Suicide. No, I'm definitely not going Suicide. Come on, Dave, hurry it up. Hurry up. Come on. I'm going King. Kenny King, you're right. You have the team of Brutus Magnus, Samoa Joe, and the returning Jeff Hardy facing off against Bulk Skull and Eric Bischoff. Garrett Bischoff, sorry. Um, I mean, Doc, Eric Bischoff, and Wes Briscoe. I'm going with Brutus the Barber Magnus, and I'm going with Jeff Hardy. I'm saying Hardy, too, because they have, as I said, they have a boner for him. Yeah, I'm going Hardy Magnus Joe. All right. In what could be potentially one of the matches of the night, you're going to have AJ Styles facing off against Kurt Angle. Ooh. I'm going to say AJ. I'm going to say AJ. I'm going to say Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. <laughs> well, I was going to say something about squirting, but I, I'll save that for another podcast. What? I was going to say something about squirting, but... That's on the other podcast, Merkin' Out. Yeah, Merkin' Out. <laughs> uh, the Tag Team Championships will be on the line in the Four Corners match. Chavo and Hernandez will be defending against Bad Influence, Bobby Roode and Austin Aries, and Storm, James Storm, and Gunner. I'm saying Bad Influence. Finally. Yeah. Bad Influence. Um, yeah, Bad Influence. All right. And finally, the World Heavyweight Championship will be on the line in a no-holds-barred match. If the number one contender, Sting, does not win, he will not get another shot at TNA World Heavyweight title as long as he has a contract with TNA. I'm um, going to take it. What? The way, the way Taz was building it up saying, oh, there's absolutely no way Sting could win, makes me unfortunately think Sting is going to win. So you're saying Sting? So, I, I'm going to say Sting. I'm going to go with Bully Ray. I'm going to go with Bully Ray as well. I do hope it's I'm a no holds barred match. And Aces exactly, and Aces no holds out. barred. I feel like Aces and Ace, you, you, they're going to play a factor. Yeah, but who's to say Hulk Hogan doesn't play a factor or some something like that? Okay, I could I could see that. I could see that. But yeah, it should be a it should be an interesting pay per view. I think the X Division match and the AJ and Kurt Angle are what is going to sell this for me. Maybe Brooke Hogan's going to get involved and then finally join Aces and Ace. Yeah, that could. Uh, that could be. I can see that. I mean, look at that backstage promo she had with Hulk Hogan the other night. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. But anyway, let's get into the shameless plug. 
Plugs. Shameless Plugs. All right, the first shameless plug goes to a little barbershop that I went to yesterday. Jen's Barbershop <laughs> in Troy, New York. Really? Uh, right, uh, 91 4th Street. Go check her out. Go call call ahead of time. Go. They accept walk-ins. Awesome place. Awesome haircut. Yeah, in Troy, New York. Jen's Barbershop. Check it out. Did they have a window? Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah, barbershopwindow.com. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So now I guess I get the sham- second shameless plug. Do it up. Okay, this one goes out to a, a boy on the show, Robbie, a.k.a. Short Temper. You can follow him on Twitter at Roby Spitfire. He's actually going to be performing June 8th at the NYWC Sportatorium during FTW's Road to Gold. Bell time is at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 20 bucks. He's going to be performing during intermission. Uh, for more information on that, go to ftwprowrestling.com. Uh, also, Roby Spitfire. There's going to be a um, Hockey Talk Man's going to be there. Um, and looking at. Uh, just incredible. I think it's going to be there. The Batiri, Banana Man, West Draven. So it should be a good show. So go check that out. And Brandon, what do you want the last shout out? You want the last uh, shout out, right? Yeah, of course. It's the shameless plug, by the way. Uh, I'm going to give it to Mick Foley, of course. That sounds like it's fitting for me. Uh, June enough. 2nd. Yeah, June 2nd at Caroline's on Broadway is his, I guess, first New York City headlining show. Tickets are almost sold out. Go to that. And then. June 6th in Belmore at the Brokerage Comedy Club. He'll be there the day before his birthday. Uh, those tickets are sold out, but if you go to ringsidecollectibles.com, they have a Cactus Jack VIP comedy package for, I believe, 50 bucks. You get a ticket to the show. You get the meet and greet, uh, and then you get their new Cactus Jack wrestling figure and an 8x10 of Cactus Jack, so check it out. Did you get it? No, I'm not, I don't have any time to go to that. <laughs> really? Not that I have time. I mean, I have all the time in the world, but... I don't know. Talking about time, you know what time it is? Vader time? Nope. It's time for Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week this week comes from Ring of Honor Television. Roderick Strong versus Taiji Ishimori. Awesome. Dude. Definitely go check this out. You can f- find it on Daily Motion. Uh, a lot of, it was a good match, and Roderick Strong has you know worked in Japan before, so he knows that style. And yeah, it was a good match, and it's my match of the week. So go check that out. Anyway, let's get into that part of the show where I say, Brandon, what are you shouting out this week? Brandon, shout outs. First shout out this week goes to Percy Watson. Uh, the funny don't make money videos that he's putting out with Trent Bateman, Briley are hilarious. Yeah, they're pretty and, good. And Percy makes me laugh in them. So, oh yeah, yeah, I thought it was really funny this week. But uh, second shout out, tons of funk and the Funkadactyls versus the Usos and the Bella Twins from Superstars. Uh, it was an all around fun match to watch, and it, it kind of looks like they're making an angle with Naomi and Jay Uso where their relationship's getting taken to TV or whatever. I think they're dating in real life or something. But, uh... Really? And I, yeah, and I think it's gonna... It looks like it, they're filming some stupid shit for E. It really does with that match if you go watch it. But I like the match. And uh, last but not least, the new commentary team on main event Gets the shout out. Uh, it consists of Josh Matthews, The Miz, and Ricardo Rodriguez. 
and all three mesh really well together. So I'm looking forward to listening to main event. Can I give an anti-shout-out? Go ahead. Hell yeah, you can. I'm going to give an anti-shout-out to that terrible co-host we had that one time, Brad. Don't follow him on Twitter, Bradkin89, because he's such a troll that he just sits on Facebook all day and fucking just has to rub it in everybody's face. Hey, guys, guess what? The Empire State's blue and orange. How sweet it is in the books. Mariano Rivera's line. Look at it. Zero innings, three hits, two runs. Now, it, fucking 11 minutes I'm ago. A, sorry. I'm a Mets fan, and it gets annoying. Yeah. So who remembers the time the Mets swept the Fort Yankees in a four-game series, and they're a Hall of Fame closer blew a save without recording an out. I do. When the Mets actually still suck. See, and then, you know what? This year, I was like, okay, let me root for the Mets. Yeah. And you know what? When shit like this happens and their fan base is douchebags like this, I mean, I'd be like, hey, guess what? Oh, We'd be- hey, now. Hey, now. Yeah, I, I mean, no. That. I mean, both both going is... Kind of sounds like your favorite alcoholic beverage. I, mean, I, I have respect for both teams. And, I mean, I highly respect Mariano Rivera for what he's done. So yeah, well, some Met fans like this anti shadow. That was more of a rant, though. Yeah. All right, so we got a Christmas match of the weekend rant of the week. Way to go! Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like on Facebook at the same time, and I just that just came up, and I'm. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just oh, gonna... I'm gonna give another shameless plug to you guys and Livewire, Frank Hill, Franklin, and uh, Linick, because last week was mad funny. I listened to that, and don't worry, I'm not mad. I'm not I know mad. you're not mad because you sent me a text message at two o'clock in the morning, being yeah, like, I know. "Pop, <laughs> pop for the bumper." Oh, dude, I legit laughed out Splitting loud. Splitting slits. Laughed out. I loved, like, at the end, like, there was one point where he, like, stuttered on all, like, the shameless plug or something like that. I'm like, he told me he didn't do it on purpose, but I'm like, that's definitely me. He's right here. He has a name. Yeah. No, we. I didn't do the shameless plugs. Like, last He's week. talking about me. Oh. oh, wait, you did them? Not the shameless plugs. He's talking about the... The bumper. No, after the bumper, there was something where we were talking uh, about. There was a part where Chris also said, "Like uh, when I would go, yeah. no, when I would like, go into Chris's match of the week, I was like, yeah, um, are we supposed to do that?'" I'm like, "Am I doing that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I got, a, I got a good laugh out of it. That was so, legit. Kudos, like, I kudos. It wasn't an impression of you, asshole. Ah, uh, good job. This is me off. Why don't you go get your fucking swell on you, prick? Yeah. So, oh yeah, we still have the mark out moment of the week. Oh shit. Anyway, wow. It's time for it. It's our. Mark out moment of the week, and it goes to the White Family promo. Hands down. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm pumped. Agreed. New, new fucking wrestlers, new gimmicks, a sick gimmick. Agreed. I was telling my drummer about it. I was like, yeah, you didn't see Raw Monday? He's like, I haven't paid attention to wrestling. I'm like, bro. I'm I, like, I actually rewatched the promo twice today in the morning. It still gives me goosebumps. Just oh, the amount of potential that is behind this, I'm, I cannot wait. Yeah. It was good. It was decent. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. I seem like better, but whatever. <laughs> but whatevs, whatevs. Yeah, I mean, Hulk Hogan did it better, but no, I'm just kidding. So yeah, that's our uh, that's our show for this week, folks. Next week we'll talk about uh, the results of the Slam anniversary. Um, what else? That's what that's gonna be. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> markingout.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio is where you can find this podcast. Also, you can uh, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash markingout. 
Twitter.com slash marking out. Uh, follow me on Twitter at B. No, follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. <laughs> follow me. Follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Hashtag no Twitter Dave. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music. Even, Thank- though, even though I have to say, cut you off, my bad. David hates that hashtag, I think. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't hate it. Oh, so I, you, mean, I, don't, yeah. I just don't, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm still referring to myself as Dave the Rave. Yep. Yeah, he, did you? Did he tell you that? By the way, no. Nope. He was going around campus introducing himself as Dave. Dude, I, I promote marking out around this campus like none other. It's pretty funny. And they're, they're, they're like, where they're like, say something about you. Say something about you. I'm like markingout.com. You can go check I'm, it out. Not gonna shamelessly plug right. us, but go check it out. Yeah. But anyway, thank you to Nick Matocho for making our logo. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music and giving us a musical interlude for the first time in like two months. Thank you. And until next week, for myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. Ah, uh, so quick. Sucks. And it's really fat.